0: On episode 56 of the High Performance Leadership Podcast, the science behind trust. The more you give trust, the
1: more people trust you. The less you trust others, the less you are trusted.
0: You're listening to the High Performance Leadership Podcast, insights and information from world-class leadership experts. Thanks for joining us. I'm Randy Lane. On today's podcast, we're talking about the science behind trust. We've talked about the importance of trust, but why are some people more trustworthy than others? What chemical in your brain affects trust? Are there things you can do scientifically to become more trustworthy? Chip talked about it recently. Let's listen.
1: There are certain things that release the chemical in our brain called oxytocin and appropriate touch is one of those things. Let me re, restate that for the men in the room. <laughs> appropriate touch is one of those. Inappropriate touch decreases trust, but appropriate touch increases it. We have, only have one portion of our brain that is exposed to the outer world. Anybody know it? Your pupils, your eyeballs, are actually directly connected to your brain. It is the only thing in our brain that is connected to the outer world. So what we see has a larger impact on the release of oxytocin than others. A lot of things impact it, but vision is one of them. What we see, what we experience. And so the release of oxytocin, when a woman is going into labor, They actually inject oxytocin to induce. That's the chemical that they use to induce. The highest level of oxytocin you will ever experience if you're a woman is during childbirth. Your body releases tons of oxytocin, and that's what creates such a strong bond between you and your child. That's the connection chemical. The other thing, based on research that's interesting, is that petting your animal releases high levels of oxytocin. But statistically, petting someone else's pet doesn't release the same amount. So I can't bring my dog over and say here, pet my dog. You won't have the same release, but for those of you that have a pet and you love your pet, when you pet them and they show you love and you show them love, that's releasing oxytocin in your brain which creates that bond between you and your pet. Forever, when you go to shake somebody's hand, you do what? Look them in the eye. Why? My brain and your brain are, again, pupils are the only part of the brain that's exposed. Our brains are matching up, and it releases a chemical called oxytocin, which creates that. Now, there was a very famous research study that was done on a group of individuals they were asked to come in. They didn't know what they were, why they were there, and they were asked to take money out of their bank account and wire it to a stranger, wire it to a stranger. And the only thing that they were told was is that that stranger, when they receive the money, will take that money and invest it, and it will grow, guaranteed. But there was no other guarantee past that. The only thing they were told was is that we'll make sure you get your original investment back but they're gonna take the money, they're gonna invest it and grow it, but they are not responsible for giving you any portion of it. You just have to decide how much money you wanna wire them. And over a period of time, what they learned, and they actually had them sitting there and they would pull their blood out right before they wired the money. The reason why they pulled their blood right before they wired the money is they wanted to see their levels of oxytocin in their bloodstream. Then as soon as The person receiving the money got the email with the amount, they pulled the blood from that individual as well because they wanted to see the release of oxytocin in their brain and study it over a period of time. And what they found was this, the person that wired the money, the larger amount that they wired, the higher the amount of oxytocin that was released in their brain. Why? If we have a high level of release of oxytocin, then that means what? We have a higher level of? Trust. So the people that wired the most amount of money, knowing that they may not get any of the profit of what the other person does with the money, they'll get their base back, but they're not getting any profit. They had faith and trust that the more I wire, that the person on the other side will share the benefits with me. So when they sent larger amounts, they released more oxytocin. The people that sent the smallest amount, ironically had the smallest release of oxytocin. They were less trustworthy. Now, interestingly enough, on the other side, when the people were sitting there and they received the money, when it was larger amounts, they had a higher release of oxytocin. Why? When trust is given, statistically it's been proven, when trust is given, people that receive trust are more trustworthy of you. And when trust is withheld, people are less trustworthy of you. What they found over a period of time by studying these levels of oxytocin, and and they actually injected oxytocin through nasal spray to say, okay, if we gave people oxytocin, would it increase their level of trust? And over a period of time, it did. And if you want more information, there's a TED talk on it, there's research papers, I have all of it. I can show you. And so basically what it says is this, if you break it all down, the more you give trust, the more people trust you. The less you trust others, the less you are trusted. And it doesn't matter about your behavior or your compassion or your integrity, all the stuff that we talked about. At a raw human DNA level, those who extend trust are more trustworthy or perceived as more trustworthy. And those who do not give trust are viewed as less trustworthy. So think about it in your own life. When you meet someone who is skeptical of everybody else, what do you think of them? They're sneaky, they're cheats, paranoid, they've been hurt, they've been burned, it's hard to trust them. It's difficult to put a mirror up sometimes and look at ourselves because we start sitting here thinking, well, do I do that? Do I withhold trust in other people until they earn it? And if so, is that hurting me or helping me? Because I think I'm very trustworthy But if I withhold trust from others because I've been hurt in the past and I've, you know, then how does that affect my relationships? What is the number one killer of the release of oxytocin? Stress, that is correct. Stress blocks the release of oxytocin between acceptors. So, this would make sense then why people act differently under stress versus not under stress. So you have a spouse, you have a leader, you have a friend, whoever it might be, that on a regular basis is fairly consistent all the time in their behavior, and now all of a sudden they're snapping at you, biting at you, or upset, or angry, or blaming, or suspicious of you, but you haven't done anything different than what you would normally do. Why is this happening? Why is it that your boss trusts you almost all the time? But then our donations are dropping, we're under investigation for whatever, there's stress in their personal life, and now all of a sudden they're treating you differently. Even though you haven't done anything differently, they are treating you differently. They're micromanaging you, they're asking for stuff they never asked for before. Why? What have you done to change the level of trust with them? Is their stress blocking the release of oxytocin, which Now they can't release that trust hormone, so they tend to be less trusting. So what is your natural reaction to their action? Defense, we wanna know why are you doing this? Why are you treating me this way right now? So then what does that do to our behavior in response? Yeah, it it reduces our oxytocin release and we get into this back and forth to where when trust isn't given, I'm not gonna give it back, right? and we are both justified in the way we feel. The boss says, see, told you. As soon as I ask for stuff, they're hiding it from me now, they won't give it to me. I've I've asked for this stuff, I knew this was going on, and the employee's like, you know what? I have no idea where this is coming from, but I'm not gonna be thrown under the bus. I'm not gonna be the person that takes the blame on this deal. I don't know what his or her problem is right now, but it's got nothing to do with me. And when you have inconsistency of mood, that erodes over a period of time. Agreed? So does it happen where you're at?
0: Thanks for listening to the High Performance Leadership Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. Every little bit helps. Our website is hpleadershippodcast.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash hpleadershippodcast. Follow us on Twitter at HPL underscore podcast and shoot us an email at podcast at 360solutions.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.